Hello, my name is Jayla Phelps with the Divine Feminine Personified, and today's episode is Dealing with Trauma Together. Trauma is defined as an emotional response to a terrible event like an accident, rape, or natural disaster. The definition of trauma, I feel, is really loose, but that's because trauma is a loose thing. Anything can be traumatizing to you as long as you had an emotional response to it. There's no situation that can be too big or too little. You know, trauma is trauma. If somebody comes and steps on your toes and that creates a fear that is consistent and affects your natural state of being that can be traumatic as much as somebody hitting you with a car that can be traumatic you know i'm just saying (laughs) i'm just i just wanted to be very very clear because because i found when i started going through my journey of working through my own trauma and trying to get in tune with what my body had experienced um I found myself in denial. I found myself being like, no, everybody in their mama goes through this. I'm not the only person who's ever experienced this. Or I would tell myself, oh, this isn't the worst thing. Like there has been worse done to so many other people. And I, I've been so blessed to have my experience. And so I would try to invalidate my experiences instead of recognizing them as trauma. So like I said, I just wanted to be very, very clear on how loose of a term trauma is and how impactful trauma is no matter what no matter what what is traumatic is trauma is trauma period period okay 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 today's episode was inspired because i recently had a death in my family which is crazy because my first episode was about grieving and i didn't know my uncle was gonna die but whatever 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 (laughs) um i recently had a death in my family and I allowed myself to be vulnerable. I allowed myself to have this experience not alone, but with my family. I didn't hide how I was feeling. I let myself cry. I let myself be a mess. I allowed myself to call whoever I needed to call. I let myself have my feelings and it allowed his death to not be a traumatic experience for me. Um, My uncle was somebody who I was very close to and I grew up with my grandma and a fear of mine has always been, what would it feel like? What would it be like when they are gone? And that in itself, is kind of a trauma loop or like a little fear, a little anxiety that bothers me from time to time when I get to thinking about it. (laughs) Um, But my uncle passing was such a beautiful and enriching experience. And like I said, um, it it inspired today's episode because I put my walls down and I allowed myself to be loved. And I'm not really sure if that was the same narrative for the rest of my family, but I found when I gave myself that space to be honest, to be open, not only was I able to let myself be myself 
and to show that I love myself. I gave everybody else an opportunity for them to show how I was hurting and gave them an opportunity to find a way to try to show that they care, to try to put effort into my experience. Because prior to this event, um, usually when I experience things, I try my best to keep it to myself, struggle alone, go through my trauma alone. You feel me? My family doesn't need to be involved in my personal issues. It's not their problem. That's such a selfish thought. And why do I say it's selfish is because instead of allowing ourselves to be vulnerable and open and allow our family to support us, allow our family to be like, hey, sis, you're tripping Um, or to be like, hey, I understand what you're going through and I see you and I love you no matter what, you know, to not give your family or those around you that opportunity is selfish. Because instead of giving people a platform to stand with you, you decide to stand alone. And I'm not punishing you. I'm, when I say all of this, I'm not punishing you at all. I want to make that clear. I am just simply saying when you decide to close that door to your family, to your friends, you close a complete door to yourself for healing and growth. For release and forgiveness. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I want to circle back to what I was talking about. Where I was saying. Um, typically I would keep all of my trauma stuff to myself. Um, growing up for me. I had a rocky childhood. My parents were not stable. Pretty much. Um, I just I just did not have a solid foundation. My dad tried his hardest to create stability for me and my siblings for as long as he could. And when he found that he could no longer do that, um, he dropped me off at my grandma's house. And from then on, um, I lived at my grandma's house and I found myself in a genuine issue. I found my like I, I found myself in a real problem. Okay. Here I am. A I'm a cancer. I'm a, I'm gonna let y'all know this right here. I'm a cancer. Here I am. An extremely emotional person <laughs> who is going through a lot of traumatizing experiences, who has just moved into a new home. That she didn't even know was going to be her home. She thought she was just coming for the summer. I thought I was just going for the summer. So that was traumatizing in itself was having to release the hope that I have to move back home. Like, it's just, it was a lot. It was a lot for 10, 11-year-old Jayla. And I didn't have anyone that I could talk to for a very long time. Um, my grandma's a Virgo, so off rip, she was not understanding any of my emotional shit. So was my grandpa. He was a Virgo. My aunt, who is a Scorpio, who was raised by Virgos, they don't necessarily, she didn't really have the emotional capacity to kind of deal with my situation. Um, neither did my uncle, who was an Aquarius. Like, I just didn't, I didn't really have a lot of people who were, um, 
emotionally intelligent like it's not to say that they weren't emotionally intelligent but they were the type of people who would take their emotions and keep them to themselves and they would rather just kind of die with their emotions than express themselves you know and that was a problem for me a real problem for me because I found myself so angry um I found myself dealing with boys in a more codependent way taking risks when it comes to my relationships and having to sneak around um to just find this kind of safety you know um me and my grandma began to go to therapy together after we got into an argument I got caught with a boy and um she took me um to the hospital so that I can like go get checked up and get put on birth control and like all this shit and we were literally arguing in the fucking hospital (laughs) or in the doctor's office and um well at this point I was like 13 or some shit like that but um we were arguing in the doctor's office and on comes a therapist who happened to be on site and she would literally work for families just like mine um who just happened to be in the doctor's office just happened to be arguing and needing to create a safe space um where you know they families can talk to each other um so here me and my grandma are and my grandma <laughs> took me, I don't know if it was every month or every two weeks, but my grandma made sure I ain't miss one appointment. And we learned how to talk to each other. We learned how to listen to each other. And because my grandma took the bold and brave step of Allowing me to be vulnerable. I'm so sorry. Hold on. Let me take a moment to cry. You guys don't understand how that saved my life. Because prior to going to therapy and creating those outlets, I never felt safe talking to adults. My grandma was the only one that for a very long time I felt like I could talk to. And even then, sometimes she didn't really understand me. But I talked to her anyways because I knew she was going to try. I knew she might not have had the right words to say, but I knew at least she would listen to me. And that what I said was heard. I love her for that. And I will always be grateful to have my grandmother in my life. Because I know she saved my life. And she was the first person that inspired me to not deal with my trauma alone. She was the first person that inspired me to speak up and say what the fuck happened to me. She was the first person that I knew no matter what, she would listen to me. I might not always like her responses, but she would at least listen to me. And to that... I appreciate. It was terrifying for me to tell anybody what happened to me. It was terrifying for me to 
hey, I'm sad because something happened to me a really long time ago. And I never had I, I never had the tools. I was never given I, I, I didn't I didn't know what to do with these emotions other than carry them on my chest. It's scary. It is scary to feel so suppressed and then decide to swing that heart door open. That's terrifying, especially for a child. So coming to be an adult and having to re-navigate that and then amplify that, that is terrifying. (laughs) That is terrifying because not only as an adult did I have the opportunity to have friends who could be like, you know, people like Gramsci. I could attract fam- other family members that could be like Gramsci. I, I, I mean, as an adult, I, I have the ability to be more honest and braver than the inner me or the child me ever could have been. So I'm not going to deny myself of that experience. I'm not. I, it's something that, especially when I became um, 18, I tried to do the whole, oh, I got it by myself. I don't need to tell anybody I'm going through um, anything because I got it. I've always had it. You know, if anything, I can just call my grandma when it gets really bad. That's not fair to me. That's not right. You know, understanding that thinking like that is only going to hurt me in the long run has shifted my viewpoint and how I feel about my emotions and what happened to me. Because for a very long time, I thought because I was traumatized, that meant I was weak. Because I had these things that were on my heart, my body, and soul that would be deemed as wrong with me that I was less than when in fact, no, because I had the strength because I even I had the self-awareness to know that something was wrong with me. That means that I'm powerful. And the fact that I can communicate with people, hey, I'm going through a rough day because trauma, LOL, you know, instead of blowing them off or blowing up on them, instead of doing any of that. Being self-aware enough to know, bro, I'm just going through something. Give me a moment. That's strength. That's power. You know? It's recognizing and realizing that your vulnerability is a strength. So when it comes to trauma, when it comes to this life thing, if you are experiencing something, do not rob yourself of the peace of mind by going through it alone. For what? For what? There are some people, um, sometimes you might have friends and family who might not have the emotional space to, you know, talk with you on that level. But that doesn't mean just because I can't talk with you at that particular moment doesn't mean they will never create space for you. Doesn't mean that they will never try to understand you. That's not what that means at all. They just can't understand you at that moment. So remember, as you are a human 
as you are processing, as you are going through the highs and the lows of feeling, I just want you to know everybody is just there with you, riding that wave, trying to be more honest, trying to be more vulnerable each and every day because it's scary. You don't have to go through your trauma alone. I know it's scary. I encourage you, extend that olive branch. And don't take it personal if people don't want to extend that olive branch back to you. That's not your journey. Being angry at other people because they don't try to understand you, that's something that I used to do. I used to try to talk with people who I knew didn't, you know, didn't have the emotional space. I knew didn't have the tools or intelligence to have the kind of conversation that I was seeking for. Sometimes you just got to, sometimes you got to listen into yourself. Where is a safe space for me? Is my safe space a journal or is it with a therapist? Um, is my safe space with my best friend? Am I allowing myself to, you know, share my innermost thoughts? Am I allowing myself to be messy and hurt with my friends? Am I allowing myself to be honest about what is happening in my life with my friends? You don't have to be perfect. And that could be friends. It could be family. It could be whoever the fuck you want it to be. Because I think sometimes our society wants us to seem like we have it together all the motherfucking time. And a bitch could tell you right now, at least for me, I don't. As wonderful and as amazing as a person I am, I don't have my shit together 24-7. I have hard days. I have horrible days. I have feelings on the inside sometimes that I really can't control. But that's because I'm not meant to control that. It's not always perfect. It's not always peachy key. You cannot present that to every person in every relationship at every moment because at some point you will realize you are so much lonelier so much lonelier when you live like that i it's rewarding to be brave it's rewarding to be vulnerable it's rewarding to be open sometimes it's not always received well and that part you can't control But I'm telling you, it's better to have a clean heart than one full of bags. Okay, Uh, let me let me tell you something. And I can tell you from personal experience, because my current journey in life right now has been learning how to express myself and communicate more. And I find the more that I allow people to be here for me, the more that I I speak up, hey, You did something to me and I really didn't like that. Instead of allowing it to be a traumatizing experience for me, I am allowing myself to be open. And I just want to spread that message to whoever the fuck needed to hear it, okay? There's so much closure. Oh, my bad. There's so much closure. Allow yourself to process your grief. Allow yourself to process your trauma. And a lot of the times, at least I find pretty recently, the more that I let people in, the less that I feel like life is even traumatizing me. This is the safest, this is the, this is the safest that I have felt in a long time. 
but it wasn't because I wasn't doing anything that was literally safe. Like doing things that are um, not outside of my comfort zone, not leaving the house. Like that's not the reason why I feel safe. The reason why I feel safe is because I am secure in who I am. That I, I know that if I speak up and I tell somebody something that it doesn't take away from who I am, that if I speak up and I am myself, if I tell people about my trauma, if I, if I literally just have presence, that I'm safe. But all of that came because I decided I wanted to start speaking. I wanted to start telling and sharing my stories with people that I loved and that I trusted is because I took that step. So today's today's podcast is simply about encouraging you to phone a motherfucking friend. Okay, phone a friend, friend, friend. I need you to phone a motherfucking friend. Stop going through things alone. Life is messy and life is hard. There are people that love you and they will always love you. Reach out. You don't have to be afraid alone. It is so, so much harder that way. I just want to remind you that I love you and you are so, so special. Thank you so much for joining me here. And this is the end of today's podcast. Follow me on social media at Jayla Phelps. I'm going to spell it out for you because it's spelled weird. Z-J-A-L-A-P-H-E-L-P-S. Thank you so much for the follow and be blessed. Bye.